Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. And I'm the second brother. Welcome, everybody. And we have with us... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, look, this is going to be part two of... Oh, what are we talking about again? <laughs> A responsibility. Irresponsibility. The live show, guess, guess what? So we're talking about the profit in responsibility. This is part two of that. Ending part one, we promised that we're going to start highlighting what are these profits? Okay. And uh, Mr. Claire was actually saying something while, while we we're off, off air that I wanted him to start with. So Mr. Claire, do you remember that? Yeah, um, it was just, I was just saying that most people, you know, want, just want to get through the day. You know, they just want to sail through the day, don't get them in trouble, try and just make it through, go, go for work, come back home, sleep and repeat, you know, and try and get the bills paid that way. But it's like, you know, on a football, if you're in a football team, right and you're a striker your job is to get goals and you keep getting giving chances for chances the team keeps playing giving you a chance you miss it give you another chance you miss it give you another chance you miss it so before you know it they're going to be looking to substitute you take you off the pitch and life is like that life gives us chances continuous chances your, you know, chances to take responsibility, chances to score the goal. And if you're not scoring, the, if you're not taking those responsibilities, if you're not being, you know, if you're not scoring the goals, you will soon be taken off the pitch. You will be taking, <laughs> um, by the time you get taken off the pitch, you'll be sold to another team. You know, forget, you know, sorry about the football, football analogy. <laughs> but, you know, you could, you could say, you know, before you know it, you'll be going lower in the league and soon you'll be forgotten about. But if you're scoring these chances, you know, you, that's how you move up the league. That's how you get signed by a big club. By scoring more goals, all of a sudden, your national team wants you to play for them. You know, and you're scoring more goals. Before you know, you're playing in Champions League finals and you're then scoring more goals, you know? So life presents you with chances to take responsibility. Don't duck those chances. Don't run away from them. Embrace it, you know? And yeah, it, it might not be perfect the first time you try and take responsibility for something. It might go horribly wrong, but come back again, you know? Take that chance again. Don't give up. Go at it again. So back back to you, Mr. Phil. I love that. I love, actually, I love that analogy, that football analogy. When you started and you were great, I was thinking maybe it's not, but by the time you ended with that analogy, I completely agree 100%. It's a beautiful analogy. It's true. Life gives you chances. And do you notice that a uh, striker's responsibility is to score the goals for the team. That's their responsibility. And if they're not delivering on that responsibility, guess what? It impacts them, like Mr. Kalea said, they will first get substituted, 
Is there anything wrong with him? Why are you not scoring the chances? <laughs> Do you need more training? <laughs> Do you not train him? They'll put him there again. Chance after chance after chance. If he keeps losing those chances to take responsibility to score those goals, guess what? Like Mr. Clay said, they will sell him. <laughs> and after selling him, they will not sell him to a higher team because no team will want to touch him. <laughs> they can only sell him to a lower team. Hmm. And before you know it, you'll be going lower and lower and lower. Well, guess what? Where did it start? Failure to take the chances that were presented. Hmm. So I feel those people that just want to get through the day. I just want to get through the day. I'm so tired. But while you're saying that, life is bringing chances to you. And the, your failure to say, no, I can't be bothered. That's those chances that are being missed, unfortunately, are counting against you. And then you wake up. Let's multiply that to the country level. You wake up, there's no infrastructure in your country. There's no light in your country. Nothing works in your country. Chances of, chances of people taking responsibility to be missed. That's how it shows up. Rike. Rike. Yeah, so I was just thinking about... Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I here? Can everybody see me? Is there? You're moving. Is the camera on me? It is. Sorry, guys, about all of this. It's crazy. But let's keep it going. So I was thinking about in the population of people, you know, everybody has their own personal lives, their own personal issues, things that they're going through, things that they face every day, of course. Um, but say, for example, taking one person, say it's yourself, and you're somebody who doesn't take responsibility, you know, you, you're a bit lazy. This has knock an effect on the rest of your life. So imagine you and then your neighbor being the exact same. So that's two people now. And then times that by your whole street and your neighborhood and then the whole country. Like, what do you, what would you expect? Nothing will be produced in, in those type of settings. So like, I feel it's obviously contagious. Things like this are contagious when you're taking responsibility, when you're taking the time out to develop and grow yourself, when you're taking the time to use your initiative and think of innovative ways in order to you know improve your your environment improve your your um way of living then multiply that by the amount of people in your country as well you would see the exponential growth that is being acquired through that so i just i don't know i i believe it's it's obviously paramount and i keep on reiterating that that is paramount it is so important to be somebody who takes the responsibility of their own actions and in turn that creates a knock-on effect so other people will see you as a model and they mimic and imitate the way that you behave therefore also take responsibility which obviously produces greater effects for the economy and for your country and just you know just overall growth as well as a people so back to you you know, uh, I'm I'm very proud of Rike in the sense that um, not because she's just my daughter, but because of the price she pays. 
it's like um, we actually invited Rike to be part of this, to be a permanent guest on the Two Brothers channel because of the dynamics that we benefit. And I'm sure that you guys like hearing from Rike. But, however, part of the responsibility is that she has to be here on time. She has to be ready. <laughs> she has to be ready. And she, be, she has to be um, not only ready, but be um, not... Look, you guys don't see what goes behind the scenes, okay? We obviously it just looks like we're sitting here, where, but we've got to think about the topics, we've got to think about, but even the responsibility that we have and we're taking to even put ourselves on camera just so that we can, if all we do is touch one person, then that's our job done. We could have easily, I could have easily said, you know what, I've got enough on my plate. I don't want to add another one. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And Mr. Clay had already told you guys not once, not twice, that he wasn't looking to do this. <laughs> but part of responsibility is stepping up. When Mr. Clay said, you know what? I said, you know what? Why not? That was him. And we're talking about living color, taking responsibility. When he could have said, you know what? No, I'm not for it. I'm not doing it. What do you think, Mr. Clay? Yeah, this is um I, I commend I'll just second you in commenting Rike because it's not it's not a, an easy job. You know, is speaking is the easy bit of this. You know? <laughs> there's, there's there's so many things that goes around <laughs> that you guys don't see. So this is you might be oh, okay, well how much is it? You just sit there and talk. No, no, no. That is the easy bit. That's the fun bit. <laughs> <laughs> That is the fun bit. That's, that's the fun bit everybody looks up forward to. There are not so some fun bits as well, you know. Definitely. And um, but you know, when you make a commitment to do something, you take responsibility and you get it done. You get know, done. you get it done. You keep going at it till it's done. You know, or you die trying. <laughs> but you, you know, know what? Do, please, please, Mr. Claire, sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, 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 because, you know, it's something that most people, that's why I'm saying it's all about your character, your backbone, <clears throat> you know, because this life gives you the chance to take responsibility for yourself, for your family, for your country. You know, you need to be showing that you're not scared to take responsibility, you know, and even in the absence of anybody taking it, you've taken it. You've done it. It's done. Done, dusted. Forget about it. And, you know, this, this, I remember when I when I was in the Air Cadets, believe you or not, I used to be part of the uh, training corps. You know, um, I was responsible for over 50, 50 cadets at, at one point. You know, and I was a cadet myself. You know, I was only about two or three years older than most of them. But I was responsible for all their lives. I mean, literally, people could die in my hands. And um, and one of the things that helped me along those those journey was the, the teachings I was getting from the books I was being given as part of my personal development. You know, I was, and you know, another thing that came just in time at that, that time was the next generation, you know, Star Trek. 
So, you know, so there were so many things I was, I was, you know, just looking for so many things to empower me so I can be a, an effective leader, leader to the cadets I was leading. And, you know, we went through, you know, an incredible journey that a lot of the things that we started winning and, you know, being recognized for were things that was done like 20 years before we joined, you know, so there was, there was like, you know, there was some kids that was there before that, that went through this and won so many awards 20 years before we joined. And we were the ones to bring back the glory years. So, you know, life, 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 life will throw these things at you, you know, and wants you to embrace it because you need to grow. You need to grow to face the challenges that's coming in the future. You know, today's challenges are preparing you for tomorrow's battles and challenges. So embrace it. Back to you, Mr. Phil. You know what? Um, life will reward you for the responsibility you take. Let me repeat that. Life will reward you for the responsibilities you take. Don't worry about people rewarding you. Life, <laughs> life has a way of keeping track and it will always reward you. You see, um, we're talking about the profit now. See, we, we did uh, an episode, Wakanda Forever, and I'm glad, you know, it's, it's been taking, getting some views. And what that, episode Wakanda Forever was is about, you know, just imagining and fantasizing about a future that where Africa can be technologically advanced. Africa can be the, can be the you know, shining hill on, yeah, shiny, shiny city on top of a hill once again. Our glory days, like Mr. Clare said about the glory days. Now, it's not 20 years. Our glory days 2,000 years ago can be brought back. <laughs> but there's no way we're going to get there without responsibility. There's no way we're going to build that without responsibility. So who are the ones enjoying responsibility right now? If you think about it, they say the U.S. The U.S. is policing the world. Why do you think they're doing it? Because they know that if they don't take that responsibility, someone else will. And whoever takes that responsibility, whatever they find there, now becomes the reward for, their, for the responsibility they've taken. Again, we keep talking about China coming to Africa. They're not just coming to Africa just because they want to come to Africa. They know that they need to go and take responsibility for their own future. Yeah. And they're searching for the opportunities. But unfortunately, we're such an easy target because we are ready to defy our responsibility anyway. So they come and go, oh, you're here anyway, okay, take. <laughs> Not knowing that as we say take, we are giving away the goods, the profit in our own land. Now, how does that, what does that mean? Again, look, let's take father and children. A father that is in the house is the father because he takes responsibility, not because of the title, he takes responsibility. So he gets to dictate what happens. Again, country to country, 
the country that takes responsibility for another country's welfare gets to dictate what happens. You only have to look at colonial days. When colonial days was around, Britain took responsibility for Nigeria, took for Jamaica, all the so-called Commonwealth countries. Did you not notice that when Britain went to go to war, what did they do? They drafted people from all those places. Yeah. So exactly. Britain benefited directly for being responsible for all those lands. So again, don't be too quick as an individual, as a community, as a nation to defer responsibility. Don't be too quick. Be very, very slow. Before you, before you defy that responsibility, think about what can I do to make this happen? First, let it be you or your people. Okay? What do you think, Mr. Claire? Well, like you said, the Commonwealth, you know, when they say Commonwealth, <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> because you know they they you know they are the ones that are in control of the commonwealth and they did do it to for the british empire so during the second world war like you rightly said it was a civil war in 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 europe they call it world war but it was a civil war in europe and they um used not just the people from the individuals human power you know, drafting from Australia all the way to Africa, all in the front line, dying for Britain. Yeah. So not just where you where you where we drafted as human beings, they went after all the resources. So all the all the aircraft that you saw flying in the Second World War. That's this is something that I mean. I, I was in the air forces, um, and they they would you know they, they would tell us, oh yeah, we, you know the Spit Spitfire. The aircraft that were the, the Royal, you know, the Rolls Royce engine for the Spitfire and all the different aircrafts that was fighting in the Second World War. They wouldn't tell, they didn't tell me at the time that oh, the oil came from Africa. You know, the fuel that they were using came from Africa, you know, for all these aircrafts. They would just they would just tell you that, oh, Britain won the war. <laughs> but we played, we played a big part in it. <laughs> So, you know, um, but this is, these are the realities of the case. And it's not about Britain winning and Germany losing. Because, you know, when you look back now, only God knows what life would have been like if Germany did win. Because, you know, um, like, Miss, like we said, Mr. Phil, you know, they dropped an atomic bomb on, on Japan. You know, but they didn't drop one on Nazi Germany. You know, they could have dropped one in Germany. Why didn't they do that? So, anyway, don't let me go too deep. Again, you see, that's that's responsibility again because if you think about it, they would not drop on their own, even though they were fighting, and because they they know in the end they will have to take responsibility. To repair that land, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it is like Mr. Claire said. Let's not go into conspiracy theory, but let us be awake, though. Let us wake up from this number. And you see, one of the things about this is that you know, when you 
when you pay the price for the extra amount, before you start paying the price, you'll be like, oh, I'm not sure I want to do this. But have you noticed that when you finish doing it, you feel so proud of yourself? You feel so happy. I think about it sometimes when I want to do exercises. I'm like, oh, I can't be exercising. But I push myself. If I even tell you the truth, this recording, I was almost going to cancel it. <laughs> truth be said. But I thought to myself, let's go. Let's go. We said we're going to do it. Now I'm feeling great. Do you get what I'm saying? So one thing in life is that the barriers will always be there. The barriers might be, oh, I'm the only one doing it here. No one else is doing it. We spoke about that. Don't worry. Life will reward you. The barrier could be, oh, nobody's allowing me. You do what you can do. The barrier could be, the, um, whatever the barrier is, we keep telling you guys, go through it. The comment section in this on this channel is there for you to reach out to us. If you want ideas, if you want us to rub minds, if you want solutions, you know, that, that's what is there. I know we, we're, we're focusing on Nigeria at the moment. We're talk, talking to Africa. And the reason why I do that is simply this. I was thinking about this actually a couple of days ago. And the reason why I do that is this. If we say we are about empowerment, if we say we are about personal development, then the place for us to go and test our, to, to, to test our principles is Africa. Which happens to be where we come from. And as they say, charity begins at home. So the, this message is for everyone in the world. I don't care whether you're Chinese, whether you're Russian, whether you're Indian, whether you're um, South American, whoever you are. However, again, like I said, if we're going to test these principles, our people need it. Mm. Our people need it. So we're best to test it so that when we when it works and we can prove it works, the efficacy, efficacy proves itself anywhere else. What do you think, Rike? I agree. I agree because one of the benefits of taking responsibility, one of the profits of it is that you become more confident, more confident in your decision-making, more confident in your assertiveness, you know, getting things done. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely important. You know, the profits, the other profits of um, taking responsibility is you become better at problem solving. So that that is a very good skill that we all need, you know, in our day-to-day -day lives because we, we come to terms and face lots of different Adversity is also different trials in our lives. So being taking responsibility would allow you to grow and be able to take advantage of those certain situations where you know you're on the back foot. So yeah, back to you, Mr. Phil. Oh, yeah. I, I'm almost tempted to say that you should tell us the story about that day that you came home from came home from work early and there was a disaster where you work and you had to handle it. Oh my God! Yes, oh, yes. Share God. that with us. Share see, that with us. And, see, and, please, Rika is one of the youngest <laughs> person. 
she's actually the youngest. But yeah, um, tell us, tell the us. Youngest. <laughs> so it, it was, in fact, it was a Saturday or a Sunday. So, you know, but let me just say <laughs> this type of scenario is the type of scenario where I felt like I did not want to take responsibility, but I just felt like I couldn't let that, like, you know, I couldn't let the problems build on top of each other because then I would know that somebody would look at me and be like, oh, so why didn't you do anything? Even though there was other people there, I just felt that I have to do something so that I don't have to get the headache of experiencing all the problems pile up on top of each other. So, <laughs> to the nitty gritty. <laughs> um, we had, uh, yeah, it was a Sunday and we were having a leak in our basement in the car park. And my, one of the 19, he, he spoke to me in the morning and he explained the situation. He didn't say it was too big or anything. So I didn't bother looking until I went on my, you know, walk around just to, um, make sure that the development was okay. And I started seeing something flooding into our, into our car park. And I was wondering, what is this substance? Guys, you do not want to know the smell, the color. Oh my God. It was disgusting. So long and long behold, we found out it was um, nasty, which was sewage and like, you know, cooking materials. You know, everybody's just disposed things. But funny enough, it wasn't actually coming from where I was. It was coming from the hotel beside us. So we're getting all of this, you know, hotel business that's flooding into our car park. It's coming into the area where the lifts are. It's going into the lift. It's, we, have, we have three basements and it was coming from the first floor into the second floor. And it was all pooling and it was just disgusting, guys. You would not believe it. But as it started, I thought, okay, this thing is flooding and it seems like nobody's doing anything. So what am I going to do? I firstly found the source, which was the hotel. And I went to them and I said, hi, guys, um, you've got some things flooding into our basement. Number one is very unsanitary. It stinks because when I first went there, I almost threw up. That's how bad it was. Um, and I said, we need somebody from your team to come and sort this out we need you guys to be on top of it and find out the source of this whole leak and you know keep me posted about what's going on secondly we need somebody who's going to clean up the <laughs> lack of better words shit that is coming <laughs> into our building <laughs> somebody needs to sort this out bearing in mind guys i'm not no manager wouldn't want to be a manager or anything i'm just one of the colleagues i like my like i said earlier i'm the youngest so they came to me, you know, all the system managers and the, the regional manager. I was like, yeah, call all of your people right now because I'm not having this. <laughs> I had to put on Wellington boots just to get from the basement one to the basement two, just to make sure that all of this stuff was not piling into the um, lifts. Because then once that goes into the lift, that means that the lift is going to break down. And how are we going to explain that there's poo-poo water <laughs> in the lift to <laughs> To, to the like 300 residents that we have so obviously we had to put up signs and I was going back and forth back and forth trying to speak with all of these managers and regional disc people and all of that and all of these people when I was asking them questions they were like um oh I don't know um oh uh, let me get my manager so they'll bring their manager oh uh sorry let me get my manager. So there's like three, four, five managers coming to just speak to me because I'm asking them, solve this. 
See, clearly they weren't trying to take responsibility. Me, I had my team trying to stop all of the flooding going into the lift and, you know, going further. Whereas they were like, oh, sorry, we can't send our people. And I'm like, but you made this problem. This is not coming from us. This is <laughs> but yeah, in the end of it, um, we got them to... Uh, to hire a team where they would sanitize the place because obviously it was it was bodily waste and different types of waste and you know we got somebody to clear up the the place. In fact, I even had a colleague who was a temporary um, assistant for us, and he was in his nice navy blue suit, you know, all dressed up and everything, nice dress shoes. And he was in it. So, you know, that's somebody as well that takes responsibility. He was in the knee deep in that stuff, trying to shovel it, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, the water wasn't going everywhere. And he was in it. That he was, he, this guy was white Caucasian. He was pale by the end of it. So I, I was calling my managers and telling them that, look, we need somebody else down here as well, because this isn't a two person job. So he, he then came and imagine what this guy told me. He told me, go and have a shower and yeah, get back to work. I said, excuse me, are you crazy? I've been in this since 7 a.m. this morning. We've been calling people, nobody's been answering. I've been asking questions. Nobody's been taking any responsibility or solving anything. And you want me to just shower and go back into it? You're crazy. I told the guy who was working with me, bless his heart, he only came to insist. I told him, look, darling, you gotta go home because you do not look well. <laughs> We've done all we could do. Now they've got the professional team to take the, the precautions that they need to take. But guys, that is a situation where I did not want to take responsibility. But the fact that I was not willing to allow all of the problems to pile up on top of each other was the reason why I said, look, I'm, no matter what, I'm going to do it. And no matter how disgusting and smelly and... I'm a girl. I don't want to do stuff like that. <laughs> this, not gonna lie. I this is a man's job. I shouldn't be <laughs> knee deep in stuff like this. But I said, okay, I'm gonna make sure that I get, I, I resolve myself of any kind of um, pressure that oh I should or more. Because I always feel like that sometimes when I'm in a situation that I know I can do something and I'm like oh I should have done this I should have done that. I'd rather absolve myself of any of those thoughts and do something at a time than, you know, feel that type of way afterwards. So <laughs> that's just one little experience that I had um, concerning taking responsibility. And the benefit of it was that I got things done. I got people to do things and make sure that everything was back in place and back in order, you know, documenting everything as it went along as well. So, yeah, back to you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can see that not everything well, is plain sailing, even in London. <laughs> in in Nigeria, they will call that they will call us. Uh, Rika had a suck away experience. <laughs> but the real truth again is that you know she said, look again, she said something very important there. She said she she didn't want to take responsibility at first. But remember that barrier I was saying push through, push through. What did she do? She pushed through and took the responsibility regardless. Do you get what I'm saying? And even if no one remembers that, which I know that they did and they, they, they appreciated that for, for that, but life rewards you. And I just, you know, she, she just, she, she's just young, but just to show, that, show you that even her at that age, 
took responsibility. Take responsibility. Mr. Claire will have so much. He, he just told you that he had responsibility for over 50 people's lives that could have died. You know? Same with me, okay? So, and when we've still got many, many stories in the future that we're going to tell and many, many things that we're going to take responsibility for, you know, again, it's part of life. Like we started this, we started this part two. We said some people just want to get through the day. Just want to get through the day. Their head down, you know. <laughs> Leave me alone, you know. But the chances will, will, will keep coming. And you must not let those chances pass you by. Because if you keep, like Mr. Clare said, missing those chances it will cost you dearly. Mm. Not only cost you dearly, it will cost your family dearly. Not only cost your family dearly, the knock-on effect will cost your community dearly. Not only cost your community dearly, your nation dearly, your country dearly. You know how you will know? When they now start ranking your country beside other countries. When you carry your passport, and they want you get to the airport and they want to slap you with your passport. <laughs> and when you see other people's passports, they carry their passport and they're like, oh yes, please come this way. Oh, they're giving them first class treatment. But they see your passport, they're looking at your passport. <laughs> they'll be looking at your passport, like you know, other passport, they will look like this. Your own passport, you'll be like, ah. This passport now. That is where it shows up. When they don't respect your passport. Mm. Why don't they respect your passport? It is the knock-on effect of these things that we're talking about. So when we say everything affects everything else, we hope you're beginning to see. Re-taking responsibility in that in, in, in that establishment has a knocking effect to show the effectiveness of that. Like you said, the problem was coming from another building. Some people will look at her and go, wow, that's a girl in that building. Maybe we need her on her team. You understand what I'm saying? So you never know. The profit in responsibility. Don't play with it. Mr. Kinley, talk us out. We can, Mr. Kinley, talk us out. Yes, this is... Um... You know, it's 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 a joy to take responsibility, and what you what you find is that um, you know it gives you the opportunity to get your dreams and goals met, um, where others are running away. You bring you know you you take a step back and you say you know what let me see what 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 we can do about this. And people will join hands with you to solve a, a problem, you know. But you know, when and when once the problem is solved, they will never forget your contribution and how you gave hope to them. So don't don't see it as a bad thing. Just see it as you know, life life is a journey. Life is all about development, personal development. So you know, enjoy your development. Enjoy your days, 
see for look out for the opportunity take take responsibility and enjoy taking it enjoy being the one you know and play tricks on your mind as well you know because sometimes it might not look like it's something you want to do but to play trick in your mind say okay i'll do it and then i'll do this to reward myself afterwards for taking that responsibility you know so so have your reward a, um a play hard reward kind of game with yourself you don't have to tell anyone about it but keep it to yourself say okay okay maybe I'll do this, then this is what I'll do to reward myself. And make sure you reward yourself, you know, uh, as, as a reward. So, yeah, so I'm going to sign out on that. See you guys next time. Um, Rike, over to you. Yes, so taking responsibility, only you can reap the benefits of it. Um, it's, it's much needed in a world like we are in today where many people would rather not but being able to take responsibility means that you'll be the one who will be acquiring the skills and acquiring the knowledge in turn once you've taken that responsibility. So um, I believe it's, it's obviously needed. It's very important, especially on the journey that um, everybody should be embarking on, which is the personal development journey. And I also believe that it is going to be helpful because um, especially the way Uncle Leo was just uh, speaking about it, people would remember the things that you've done, you know, and the contributions that you've made in hand, creating um, better relationships for you. And therefore you can be expanding your network. So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. All right. Before we go, I just wanted to say that um, when Mr. Kunei was talking about rewarding yourself and, um, you know, Again, in on the streets of Nigeria, it could just be an akara, you know. But make sure that you you give yourself. Say, oh, look, when I finish this task, I'm gonna get myself some mean akara and some coke. Do you get what I'm saying? Your mind registers that, and if you keep that, you build from little to little, from little rewards to bigger reward to bigger reward. Before you know it, you'll be flying out of Nigeria to Cancun as a reward for yourself. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is what we do. It always starts small, ladies and gentlemen. Even this channel, we're taking responsibility to do this channel. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be a shame if we started this channel and we just did maybe 12 episodes and there were no way to be found? We're taking the responsibility to make sure that we keep on with this content we've promised ourselves that we're going to do at least 100 why because we know that if we do at least 100 we would have said something <laughs> <laughs> then then we will reassess okay but our commitment and our responsibility is at least 100 episodes so again we start or we finish like we start. We finish by saying, even we take responsibility for the things that we say we're going to do. On that note, here's Mr. Phil signing off. The other guy says goodbye. And we'll speak to you guys next time. Bye.